I'm a super would find him eventually. You see, this is why I don't date. The men out there are freaks. Well, that's completely unfair. I'm sorry. If a man is over 30 and single, there's something wrong with him. It's Darwinian. They're being weeded out from propagating the species. Um, this was a weird episode. It was a freaky episode. I think that's what you meant to say. <laughs> and I, I really wish that I had counted how many times they used and beat to death the word freak in multiple oh formats of the word. Between it was circus and fair and, and just freak. He's a freak. She's a freak freak. I was like, stop saying break you know you know what? what it reminded me of what <laughs> i saw some sort of meme or some sort of comment on someone's twitter that it was something along the lines of millennials love eating ass <laughs> <laughs> is that true <laughs> I don't know, but it's kind of true because I feel like I see like memes like that all the time. <laughs> and so that's a me. I was literally like, little do you guys know in 1998. What, what, is, what, what, <laughs> what is ahead? <laughs> I know you, you think uh, eating pussy is freakish. <laughs> yeah. I know. All right. So here we are. Season two, episode three. We have the freak show. Um, Ooh, this is, I, I, it's funny. I not to go into our Manola Blahnik ratings now, but like, this was an interesting one to rate. Um, yeah. Do you, should I do a quick summary first? Uh, yeah. Welcome back to the Mirandas, okay. everyone. Oh yeah. Welcome back to the Mirandas and thanks for, um, uh, listening to the, the bonus episode Gilly put out this week. It was hopefully as fun to listen to as it was to record um, from what I can remember, even though I, I, I swore I was not that drunk at the end, but <laughs> pretty drunk. Um, so yeah, this episode, it is the kind of the theme of this episode is just general freakish behavior. That's like the, the theme that's again, loosely threaded throughout the episode. Um, Carrie, uh, goes on a series of like bad dates with some guys who are freaks and then finally meets this really cute guy in the real world. And she ends up being the freak when she goes crazy looking for like what flaw he has. Plot twist. <laughs> Plot twist. Carrie freaks out. And so, um, Charlotte has the most classic Charlotte plotline. The writers have thrown her another wrench and they now have given her Mr. Pussy, which means she starts dating a guy who loves to eat. Um, I, I don't know, go down on girls. I, yeah, I can hate we the word say eat. that? Yeah. Like, I don't know. <laughs> You're like, I don't like eat. the word eat. I think gotcha. it's gross. Um, so he loves going down on girls and he's amazing at it enough to be called Mr. Pussy by a multitude of women. And I guess he's a freak because of his little fetish. I don't know. Um, Samantha, this theme is related to Samantha. She is in bed with a guy who likes to be tied up. He's a younger guy, whatever. He calls her old. She ends up going to get plastic surgery. She looks great. In the end, the plastic surgeon says what he can like do to her, what else he can do to her. And she's like horrified at the red marker on her body, the plot line. I mean, it's as bad to explain <laughs> as it was to watch. Um, and then Miranda has no plot line other than a one oh, scene right. with Carrie. She is a complete supporting oh, right. 
barely a supporting star in this episode. There's oh, no right. I was actually line. wondering about that. Wait, what is this episode called? Did we interest? We're on the season f- two, episode three. Episode three, the freak show. The freak show. Okay, initial thoughts. <laughs> okay, let me pull up my notes. <laughs> One moment. Okay, so. <laughs> Um, I hope you're I, laughing already. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. This I'm laughing because something that stood out is like this guy that Carrie's dating, who's like an editor or a writer at some sort of like hit political magazine. His apartment just looks like Big's apartment redecorated. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Who did set design? We, we really they need both them, have that like. like peekaboo like window like you know that like doorway <laughs> yeah um wow I, I i like how you're going first into side. <laughs> i i think we need to start and talk about the be- how this episode started yes that only carrie bradshaw could connect the hard immigrant experience and the turmoil of coming through Ellis Island to single women in New York City dating. I was like, how did you create this metaphor? And then the episode is titled The Freak Show. And then it starts off with immigrants coming from Ellis Island and the forefathers of our country with hope, like the feeling of hope and building a future. And then it cuts to women in bars. And I was like, where is this going? And also, like... Yeah, I noticed that too. And it like there was like what was the bridge? Like little did they know, or like I really I was so confused because she's like she compared the restaurants are like Ellis Island with uh, (laughs) um, cramped quarters and everyone trying to get to a destination. I was like, this is bad writing, (laughs) (laughs) and it's really tone deaf. It's really bad. You know what? It's so funny. It's like there are things that are like obviously tone deaf in this series, but then as you just like continue to watch it now, you're just like, what the hell are you even talking about? I know. And I was waiting for like, and they used stock footage or not stock footage, like actual black and white photographs. Like it was a very different intro for the show. They had, it was like a, a history lesson for 30 seconds. And, and then, and then one of the, the, the film, the techniques they used was kind of like a sepia toned old style shot and then transitions into the bar. Well, the reason, the thing that's so, the thing that's so ridiculous and why, like, I laugh at you saying it's a history lesson is, like, every American child who has grown up in America and has been educated in grade school knows what Ellis Island is. And yet, she still can't explain what it is. <laughs> like, if you sat her down... And like had her really explain. I don't think she could explain what Alice. I think you're right. I don't think she could fucking explain it. I don't think I don't. She, she, I mean, the fact that she. Oh my god! What did she say? The state of something. It was. It was so. I was so confused when they when she made that connection between like. And then she mentioned again like the forefathers, and I was like, what forefathers? Like the constitutional framers, the writers. Is she a constitutionalist? Like what is she saying? Like the four. It was so like some of the metaphors and like the the comparisons or whatever they make during the show are, I mean, there's one that's coming up in season six that Gilly and I 
still crack up about about the Indians. Remember that one in which oh, the Indians? Sarah, I was literally just about to say say the same thing. Okay, so later in another season, yes. which was actually one of the episodes that was a catalyst for making this podcast, was, <laughs> was Carrie, this so one line. This one line, <laughs> Carrie starts off the pot like the uh, the uh, show saying. Like, it's, again, it's a new episode. The Native Americans, like, dot, dot, dot. But that didn't stop us. <laughs> like, the Native Americans. What are you talking Ready? about? Indians had to wait months for messages. And you're like, wait, what Indians are you talking about? And what messages? And it was over email. Remember, she was sending an email and, like, she couldn't get the I was like, she didn't what? say Native American. She's like, the Indians had to wait two months. <laughs> like, what are you? So we now know that um, Carrie Bradshaw has no, <laughs> did not take AP history, did not take any sort of class in history, has a very basic understanding of Ellis Island and Native American <laughs> communication systems. But for some, and like, I, 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 I'm talking about this plot point and it goes nowhere. You just start, the girls just start. Like, I don't know, Sam meets somebody at a bar. He then, this kind of leads us to Sam's plot line where she, which is actually something I really wanted to bring up with you. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> anyway, they're, after this whole Ellis Island intro, the girls are at a bar, they're talking, they're talking about being single. Sam ends up meeting a guy. She goes back to his apartment and he makes this comment. Oh, like yes. He's like a sexual harassment lawyer. He's saying like, you'd be the perfect case. Like, Older like, women make sexual harassment claims again. Questionable. Like he, he basically was like quoting some sort of stat, or he was citing a stat, which was yeah. like older women like have a. Or he's like, you fit the profile. Older women are more likely to file a sexual harassment claim. And, and of then course, it was, the, old, the thing that she hears is older, <laughs> and so <laughs> and she yeah. I mean, the whole, that, like, whole, like, verbal foreplay is so, so weird. It was bad. And there was, like, a couple of, like, really bad, like, what they think is witty repartee that was just, like, tacky nonsense. <laughs> and yeah. it happened a couple times throughout the episode. But this, by being called old, she runs to the bathroom and she starts looking at her face, her wrinkles. She starts reevaluating. She must have been in there for a few minutes because when she comes back out, She's like, where is this guy? And then she realized that he's in this closet, opens the door, and he has chained himself up into an elaborate Houdini-esque sex costume <laughs> chained to the walls. First off, uh, kudos for whoever could do that, like, with their left hand and right hand. For, like, I don't know how he did it. Houdini. <laughs> Houdini. Um, I was... Again, odd plot point. We're kind of int introduced to the theme of like freaks, that he's this kind of freak who has this like BDSM thing in his closet. Um, what did you think the, about that scene? Well, I thought it was funny because it's like, okay, people like are into BDSM and it doesn't, and it's not weird. Like, I don't think yeah. it's weird. Like in today's times, like it's a thing. No. It's like. But it's he like, made it weird. <laughs> It's like getting your parking validated. It's just a thing that happens. <laughs> okay, Gilly, you're saying that people in the BDSM community, their fetishes are as normal and as typical as getting your parking validated. Is that your argument? Because I, I think I'm going to disagree. <laughs> no, I'm just saying it's like it's not shocking anymore. 
It's like, oh, you're in Gilly. All right, you know what? what? (laughs) Stop right there. You're on a date with a guy. You go to the bathroom to check your makeup, and you come back, and he's like, "Yoo-hoo!" And you open a closet, and he has chained himself with a gag around his neck and chains. That is fucking terrifying. That's not getting your parking validated. That's no violated. No, I. (laughs) No, I agree. That is shocking because that it was shocking. She did not expect that, but like, I feel like. Like, okay, so it's he's into BDSM. I don't think that like that interest is shocking. And yes, so I feel how like that he introduced it was his interest <laughs> that, wasn't. That was like honestly the music that was playing, which was I'm too sexy for my, oh my like God. that <laughs> that was more of a freak show moment. <laughs> but just the thought process being like trying to like inhabit this character's mind and I know it's a comedy whatever I don't have to get to that deep into <laughs> it but like your date runs to the bathroom you've called her old maybe offended her whatever and your next move is to put on I'm too sexy for and go into a closet and chain yourself up and wait for her to come it's to, like come to open the door I, I, I again the plot we are all over the place we've been to Ellis Island we've been to a BDSM dungeon and it's only like three minutes in Um, And this actually leads us to the girls kind of like conversation of the episode when they're meeting at like a dinner or a lunch or something. And um, this actually leads me to my first Miranda-ism. And I'm assuming you have the Miranda. We have have to have the same one. It feels good to be sarcastic. (laughs) Okay, so I'm going to share the- Should we try um, to do it at the same time again? Okay, ready? Three- Two, one. If a man Charlotte's is over, not having a relationship. <laughs> We've never okay, been no. in sync. We've never. No, been we're not in sync. Okay, um, you share. Yours. I can't wait for the day when we are in sync. I know the Indians. Okay. <laughs> the the Indians waited two months <laughs> for communication. Like what the fuck? Okay, now I'm so- sitting here for like two hours waiting for dial up to go. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so my wait does is your Mirandaism went after this scene and when Samantha yes. starts talking about? It? Okay, so tell me what what was the Mirandaism for you? My Mirandaism is basically um, Charlotte. Okay, Char- Okay, so here the here's the thing. I yes. also have a call out for when Charlotte says that she thinks she's found the one. Yes. Um, that's it. When she said about this Mr. Pussy, I really could see a future together. And um, basically, Samantha and Miranda and a little bit of Carrie try to knock some sense into Charlotte. <laughs> and, well, this is what yes. when they're sitting down, they first say, well, what's his name? And she's like <laughs> Mitch Taylor. And then she's like, we need to go to the bathroom immediately, Samantha. And then she tells him that it's Mr. Pussy. So at first... Right? Isn't that what the oh, scene? Oh, sorry. I'm so beginning? sorry. I like oh, totally no, jumped ahead. Oh, but oh no, but that's my singer. My my Miranda end. sarcasm is is later. Sorry. Okay, so sorry, sorry, everyone. Back, We're confusing everyone. Back to Mister Pussy. Back to <laughs> Mister Pussy. They're at the restaurant, and Charlotte is telling Samantha about this great guy and she drops the name Mitch Taylor, whatever his name is. Mm -hmm. And Samantha's like, Oh my God. And what is And so then they, the girls convene in the bathroom and they say like, he is an amazing at going down on a girl. They use a bunch of different like 
adjectives to describe the act. Charlotte's extremely uncomfortable. There's another girl in the bathroom who's overhearing this <laughs> and comes out and is like, he's incredible. Have fun. And then Charlotte's yeah. like, I, I, don't, I can't date Mr. Pussy. You know? <laughs> like the writers once again give her a sexual <laughs> like freak. Not a freak, but like a, with a very specific sexual interest. He's renowned. He loves going down on women. He's so cute to be so nasty. That's <laughs> disgusting. I told you there'd be something. He's a legend. He's just amazing at eating pussy. Would you please just stop calling it that? Oh, fine. Going down, giving head. Eating out? Never understood that. Shouldn't it be eating it? Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. You do do that, right? Of course. Yeah, he's like uh, a cunnilingus socialite. Like, <laughs> like everyone knows this about him. It's so weird. Okay, so I actually had a question for you, and it has to do with this. And I said, <laughs> Gilly, would you date a guy who was well-known, like had a reputation as being Mr. Pussy? Okay, here's the thing. We have to... <laughs> okay, no, I'm very... I like to set... I need parameters, especially when, for me, like, in dating, especially as a millennial in you know, the times we're living in, I, I need to create boundaries and distinctions. What kind of dating are we talking about? Romantic? You know what? That's or a, hooking that's... up, we met at a party and like, we might like go to a bar and like see, like meet up. Meet well, up at... I love that you mentioned that because that's so true <laughs> that dating is not, when you say like date, it that's whatever. I'm saying mm -hmm. like, um, honestly, anything. Hook up buddy. Okay, okay, that's boyfriend. fair. Yeah. Okay. Um, but when you tell me you're you're dating Mitch Taylor, I go, "Oh, Mr. Pussy." <laughs> That's pretty much the reaction. You're I mean, get when sure, you why not? Dating. I'm just gonna say, sure, why not? I would date, and 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 the type of dating it would be, it would not be like romantic. Like it's like I would see it at face value. Nope. No pun intended. Like, oh my god! But like, <laughs> wait, that's first amazing. <laughs> but like, I would see it as it is, and not like be trying to pretend like, oh, maybe this could be romance. Like, yeah, sure. But like, I wouldn't then be trying to like make him a husband. Like, hell no, I can't have that reputation like lingering around me for the rest of my life. You know? Yeah, I was. Um, I don't know why I wrote that in all caps. Like, could you? date that guy it's, you know what it i just i don't know anybody in their 30s who is well known enough based on their sexual acts that would get it be given a nickname like maybe in college someone was like oh that guy's this or that girl's okay. this that felt very I college like was, to me you read my mind because i was Did just I? about to say and we can all bleep out names <laughs> <laughs> i will let's let's have an open candid combo right now okay about people like that from college and i we will just cut out the oh, how about this? Every... No, no no names yeah. we can't do names okay so yeah i mean this was a thing in college <laughs> like people knew the people who were like people who went around like hooking up with people a lot and like i don't be it, shy <laughs> i can't do just it just say you it can. you say can it. How about, can you at least say who you're going to talk about? Uh, is it a girl or a guy? No, who who are you referring to? Oh, I was just thinking of generally like frat guys. Like oh, I was yeah. thinking like. <laughs> what was his rep? Rap, rep, rap. <laughs> 
I, I don't know that he was he that he was rich. There was there is no sexual. <laughs> I'm really trying yeah, to but think of somebody. There's definitely like sexual. Oh, I've got one. Okay, who? Um, what's his name? Why are you whispering? If you're gonna bleep <laughs> it out. <laughs> what's his face? Best friends with. I didn't know about this. Uh <laughs> Zara, you actually did know about this because this is <laughs> what you told me. <laughs> I don't remember. Honestly, senior year, it doesn't count. <laughs> Basically, it was like he was like Mr. Like Stabby Fingers. No, no, no. Oh, yes, <laughs> that was no, someone else. No, no, actually, yeah, that that was two guys. And I actually talked to Dakota about this the other week <laughs> because we were watching Big Mouth and there was this uh, scene. Have you ever seen Big Mouth? No, and I it's haven't. the it's some guy and it's a scene where it's um he's <laughs> you know penetrating her with his hands and oh it was God. like a javelin, a javelin. Oh no. And those guys get a reputation, and I think it's well deserved for those people to yes. mean that like Mr. Stack because like Mr. good Stabber. <laughs> it's like that. I don't understand I don't I know it, again it's probably porn just fucking up everything again Gilly this is terrible what I'm about to say I think people <laughs> had reputations for like negative things and it wasn't like Mr. Pussy it oh wasn't my like God, girls Right, you like it wasn't so like right. it wasn't like so he right. gives great massages, right? Because no one was having good sex in college. Yeah. It was like yeah. it was like be warned. He doesn't. <laughs> he stabs you four times, and then he thinks that's it. <laughs> <laughs> he does not know where the hole is. He, I repeat, <laughs> <laughs> we've got a code red, and he does not know where it's going. Did not. <laughs> <laughs> not understand that. No, or um, a guy who was like really, really into like baby, baby talk. And I'm not talking like a sexy way, but I'm talking like yeah. in a disgusting way. And yeah. I, I remember being like, and then, then you feel bad because then you get oh. these nicknames. And I, I think nicknames were negative if yeah. they were not for positive. I just thought of another person. Okay. okay. What? Let's be nice though. Uh, why? I'm a I don't know intro. because I have this morality <laughs> thing. I don't know. Okay, what? Okay. Um, do you know? I've only heard things. <laughs> I've only heard things. Yeah. So basically, um, I think we like, there was some sort of party and we were like dancing and then like he came back to my place and it was, I, it was manic. It was like, he was insanely i mean he's like this really nice person who's like clearly a kind good person but when like when he when the the sex turns on it was so aggressive and oh. so fast and so manic and so abrupt and it was like kind of like a lot it was not a great experience it wasn't a bad experience it was just like because it was so fast and crazy and like so like aggressive and passionate and all it was just like everything it was so extra Too much. yeah Too much. I, I was i was shook and so then the next <laughs> the next day i talked to who also had had sex with him like two years before and i had no idea what the experience was like and she was like the same exact 
thing with me. And I was like disturbed after it was like just so crazy and aggressive. And yeah. You know what? It's almost like kind of a handmaid's tale whisper network of these nicknames, you know? <laughs> he won't, the rabbit, the energizer bunny. He won't stop. These are nicknames that serve a greater purpose for like women helping women. Um, Yeah, because I just don't think anyone on our campus was like a stud and people were having like amazing sex and people and all honestly, girls would have been so jealous back then to been like, oh, have fun with it. You know, like, I don't think it was that kind of like sexual atmosphere where people were sharing partners. Well, they were, but not in like a open way. I don't yeah. know. That- I mean, I'm probably not in our circle. I'm sure in other circles, like the Greek life circle, there was probably more like notoriety or at least like more like convo about like, I mean, I feel like people were just like overlap. I don't know. We overlapped a lot with our friend group though, too. I guess that's true. Um, <laughs> good times, good times. So, well, I, well, this, so we kind of answered our own question. Don't think <laughs> going out with a guy with the nickname Mr. Pussy. Um, I mean, I and- said yes, but okay, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Proceed. <laughs> so, I mean, then after they talk about this scene, it cuts to him eating an oyster, and I love I oysters. And I did not want that to see that ever it was that was freakish that was bad in fact Um, sarah and i love oysters we We do and it's like inside joke about oysters which is it's an aphrodisiac and it's like like in the bathroom at labane (laughs) it was Gibran, I just had 40 oysters. Do you want to meet? Do you want to join my book club? Yeah. <laughs> like, I just ate 40 oysters in the West Village. Do you want to meet me in La <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. That's that's a terribly op- um, not funny inside joke that still cracks me up. Um, <laughs> I so, wish to be see- part of one someday. <laughs> I do. So seeing this guy eating an oyster was horrifying, and yet Charlotte's kind of titillated. This then leads us to Carrie is wants to get back out there, is trying to decide, um, trying to prove Miranda wrong. And this was my Mirandaism that was brought up at this dinner. It feels good to be sarcastic. Okay. She said, if a man is over 30 and single, something is wrong with him. It's Darwinian. They're being weeded out from propagating the species. And it's not that it was necessarily <laughs> correct. I just thought it was such like a pity, um, well-written line. It was a well, it was, it was definitely quipper quippy and it was it was definitely like a great classic Miranda sarcasm line the thing oh, is yeah. that's crazy to me to think that someone's a freak oh. for being single over 30 oh yeah and especially like well thinking a man just because you're over 30 and single that you're like you shouldn't propagate this you know that's just like fucked up I mean I think but- you're a freak if you're married under like age 29 like, I don't know. I don't know. This is, this is true. So, yeah, this is, I just thought it was a well-written line. It was a classic Miranda line where she, like, mm, really hits you with it. Anyway, Carrie wants to really prove her wrong. And so Carrie starts going out with this uh, uh, a slew of men. And it's kind of this, like, funny segment where there's these three hmm. types of guys, freaks, that she goes out with. I wasn't ready to accept that all single men were freaks. I was so optimistic that I had actually agreed to go on my first blind date in two years. PJ was a very successful independent movie producer. His documentary on endangered seagulls had just aired to excellent reviews on PBS. So, documentary films, that must be fun. 
Look, let's be realistic. I'm only doing this docu-bullshit to earn a rep, you know? I mean, ultimately, I want to parlay it into the action movie arena. I want to make money. So she's like, here we are, the kind of mimicking a circus freak show, the man with no soul. So she sits down with this, like, pretentious film guy who's like, fuck the seagulls, who's doing a documentary on them. I just want to make action movies, whatever. The second guy is the man with two faces. They're standing in line, and he, like, freaks out and yells at the person behind them. Has a temper. <laughs> Has a temper. And then the third freak is um, a man who steals cheap used books for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> and he's supposed to be like a millionaire. <laughs> okay. So here's my question for you, Gilly. Okay. Have you ever been out with a freak in those terms? I'm not, okay. I don't, not sexual, not BDSM. I'm saying like, whoa, weird personality. Okay. Definitely. Okay. So let me go through a few. So freak show moments is also. <laughs> <laughs> Let me go through a few because I had the same exact thing on my list to talk about, which is like, have you had freak show moments? Okay. Okay. One was in college. This one's like not that bad, but for me, it was like not all right, which is like this guy like on my floor in my dorm, like we were like making out and there was really no reason to be making out. Like I just I was not interested in this person. And he put on John Mayer in the background. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure he had gum in his mouth the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> it counts. Okay. <laughs> and I was like, all right, let's turn off your body is a wonderland. I need to go. <laughs> Clarity. <laughs> John Mayer is an excellent guitarist, but let's not put it on. <laughs> <laughs> that is a post-coital tune. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. So the other one was when, right after college. I mean, this might just be like a bad experience, but okay. So right after college, like in New York, I um had met this guy who was older, who was like twenty-seven. Um, and I was like 22 or 23 at the time. So that was like kind of a big age gap at the time for me. Yeah. And um, I met him like at a party or something. And then um, like we, we had gone on some date and I don't know. He just like, he was really nice. He, he just, he laughed at every single thing I said, which was really flattering. But then I also... But I also realized, like, no, I want to laugh. Like, I'm is this is it, like guys must love when people laugh at them. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't like. Like, I guess I You're like, like a one woman comedy show. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I'm not that funny, dude. Like, please. First off, you actually are really funny, and I think people <laughs> love when they laugh. I'm a very easy laugh with my sisters, and they love right. when I'm around <laughs> right. because they right, right. shit, and I'm like, ha, <laughs> cackling. <laughs> <laughs> like, I will laugh at Mo. I'm like, I'm good for a laugh, but you're right. You're like, I need you to laugh too. I, I can't believe you put him in the freak show category. Okay. Well, okay, no, 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 no. That's not why. Okay. Okay. That's the starter. Okay. <laughs> so date number two is we go back to his, um, we had planned on like cooking together and like having dinner with each other. And I think it was like a Thursday or something. And I went, we went to his apartment in Greenpoint. And it was kind of late, though. We started cooking late because I think we both had like a thing or something before. And so we do this awkward grocery shopping in like a Polish grocery store <laughs> in yeah. Greenpoint. And then we go. We're making risotto. 
So we're making risotto and like, I just know I'm like not really into this person, but like the risotto is going to be really good. And, mm-hmm. <laughs> and so like we eat, we have wine, like we smoke a little bit and he's like, a, he's okay. He's like this, he was this like really like, he laughed at everything. He was really like relaxed and just really soft personality and like soft spoken. And then boom, as soon as we started making out, it was like, again, another situation where he was like so aggressive that it was like, he was like panicked. He like turned into a lion, he turned into a lion. What you're talking about. And it comes off, it comes on way too strong. And it's like, it's, it is, it's kind of frightening. It's frightening. It is frightening. And then basically, (laughs) I want to like cocoon off, like, please. Yeah. And so then we like transition into his room because we were like in the living room and I, I, I kid you not, a minute later, he was so loud. First of all, he was, he was orgasming. Like he was like screaming like a woman. (laughs) 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 And I was so horrified because he had roommates and I was dead silent. (laughs) It was, it was so like, loud. I honestly feel like I'm going to be And it wasn't, it wasn't groaning. It was literal just, screaming. <laughs> I'm just imagining this man wildly thrashing <laughs> on top of you screaming like a banshee. And then you're just like i'm very self-conscious of just in life i'm just in life all around i'm very self-conscious of making noise like i'm very sensitive to noise i don't like i (laughs) i like the neighbors upstairs bother me like i'm just like very sensitive to noise so like i always make sure that i don't want to be too loud when i'm a guest in someone else's house so like when it <laughs> so when it was happening my first reaction was like oh like laura like be quiet because the roommates but then i was like wait a minute i'm not the one making the noise <laughs> he is and he lives here with these people and he's oh. screaming <laughs> Oh my god! I've never heard this story before. I I used to call him the two minute guy because which yes. is being being yes. fair. No, which now is being generous. I, guy. I mean, I cannot believe you wouldn't call him like the banshee or like the screamer because two that's guy. So I, like a, yeah. a minute later, I kid you not, I could not have been older, more than right? he yes, was older. Yes, I remember this. And he was older. It could not have been more than 90 seconds, I swear. And then I... he he literally stops screaming and, like, dismounts and then, like, turns to me and goes, did you come? And I was... <laughs> I was so taken aback. I, like, literally didn't know what he was talking about (laughs) and and i i was such in shock because it was so short 
And here was this person, like so he's an older, so, <laughs> so loud, so loud and so short. And he was an older guy. And like, I don't know, like I was like 23, 22. And I just assumed like, like if you're in your late twenties, like, I don't know, maybe you'd be better. Like this was like, yeah. he had no idea. Like, like he's made risotto and he, and he can't, you know. <laughs> oh well, and, and I've heard this a lot before. Like Dave's even said, like, there's like kind of like no way of a man knowing if a woman's faking it or not. Like, I totally understand. But I, I was like silent. I was quiet <laughs> as a church mouse. <laughs> <laughs> he was the one who was screaming. I was not. And so he dismounts and he goes, did you come? And I was so shocked that my reaction was, um, no. <laughs> Ew, negative. And then I was like, well, that didn't come out great, but it just came out. And then he was like, I don't even know what he said after that. But then it was something along the lines of like, so what time do you want to set the alarms? <laughs> <laughs> Like to wake up for work the next day. <laughs> Did you sleep over? <laughs> well, after he said, what time do you want to set the alarms? <laughs> I literally was like, um, was like I'm going to go home. <laughs> I think I'm going to go. And oh so I literally God. like. I didn't know what to do. I guess I like laid there as a courtesy for like a minute. <laughs> and then I gathered my things, like my little work outfit I had been wearing that day and like my gym bag. Cause I think I went to the gym after work and then I was hailed a cab and it was so expensive, the cab, but I didn't give a flying fuck. You're like, get out of there. Get oh, me out of here. Like this one of the experiences that kind of led you to like a very extended celibacy in like at post. <laughs> I remember like air out my laundry. No, I mean you just okay here. I feel like you that was like a, not a scarring experience, but I mean no. when when you date a guy like that or have that experience, it can be mentally like fuck this. I am well, not putting myself well, out yeah. there anymore. So here's the thing: like sex for men and women and of all sexual orientations, like it's complicated. It can be confusing. It can be awkward. It can be great. And um, so this was definitely one of those experiences that was like awkward and not good. And like definitely shaped the way that like I thought about sex and dating and like expectations, like it lowered the bar. It lowered the bar. I mean, that you bar know, was on the ground. There was, there was... And then the bar kept lowering for like another solid two or three years. I was like, really? Oh my God. There are a lot of shit people in New York City. Um, but okay, this is the, the, I, the story's not even over. What? After the alarm and the expensive cab? Okay, the banshee. The cab, what? Like, bye. Like, thanks. I think he like walked me downstairs and like kissed me goodbye. I'm like, I got the goodbye. Have a good night. Yeah. And <laughs> so like I didn't feel a need to text. <laughs> oh god, no, no. What was but said I, was not said or said, and that's it. Yeah, and like so a week later, 
I was in the New York Sports Club where I was like a member. And I remember I was in the gym with my gym bag and I was just starting to like unpack my clothes and, and like put stuff in the locker. And I saw him text me <laughs> and I was like, what is this going to say? And I like swipe open my phone and the text literally was. <laughs> what is it? What is it? <laughs> How's life? <laughs> Was there punctuation? <laughs> like maybe a question mark. How's oh my life? God. Like, how was it? <laughs> like, it was so clear we had been texting so much before that. <laughs> that makes so much better. You have this, like, stream of, like, back and forth, like, funny jokes, like, whatever. You have this experience. He's <laughs> just like, <laughs> how many, how, how long post-coitus was this? How many this days? 10 days. Like, at least a week, if not seven or 10 oh, days. My God. Yeah, it was literally like 10 days later. How, how's life? <laughs> <laughs> and that's the thing, the reason why I find it so, I found it so funny was like, I could tell that he, that text was loaded with so much like, like insecurity oh. about what happened. <laughs> like, he could have played it the other way around, which is like, acting like he had no idea and be like hey do you want to grab a drink this week but instead he was like how's life <laughs> how are you after inspired how, how's the ptsd how is it <laughs> how's life oh my god anyway okay. that's my that's, freak show i'm sure i have a million others and I, if anyone listening has a really good story, um, I don't know if we can top Gillies, but I'm sure <laughs> in New York City people have them. So please write in please. and tell us. Um, I actually would love so to do an episode. I'm just going to throw oh. this out here. Sarah and I were actually talking about maybe like restructuring the pod a little bit, which is like, we'd love to have more people on, but we'd also like to like create more like tailored to like specific questions. Um rather than just summarizing the episode and talking about it. So like, um, we'd love, I mean, I don't, I think it could be cool if we just did like a bad dates, like a freak show, like write in thing. The oh, yeah. spot at gmail.com or at least have people come on and you can be anonymous yeah. too. Because if you, I think anywhere people have been on bad dates, but if you've lived in New York City, I think you're particularly prone to like have had bad date stories. My, I wish Catherine would come on, my older sister, because she- <laughs> Oh my God, I bet she's great ones. Funniest bad date stories that ends with just like a, an amazing text response. My, my older sister is like a genius <laughs> and is the best person with like stories. And so I would love to have her on. Um, so yeah, please write in if you've had a terrible, freakish, bad, you know, date story that hopefully is a little bit funny because um, some are actually kind of traumatic here. But yeah. um, so this leads me into another one of my questions for you. Okay. So these are just my questions for you, I think, this episode. Oh, God. And, okay. Um, okay. So what are your thoughts? This is a complete 180. Okay. What are your thoughts on plastic surgery? 
Sam does this in the episode. She's happy with it. In the end, you know, the doctor is, you know, drawing all over her. She's like freaked out by all the changes he was going to do. What are your thoughts just on plastic surgery in general? Well, okay. So I actually am glad that you brought that up. I had a feeling you were. Um, I, well, I don't know. Cause okay. So I've, I've mixed feelings for sure. Um, I am like so much of things that you can do now are like not even like considered surgery even now. They're just like, it's more like procedures and I'm like, pretty pro Botox and filler and whatever, because like, ultimately I could be like spending a million dollars on products that just have great marketing and social media marketing when I could, (laughs) (laughs) when I could just put that money in a stack and just get Botox. Seriously, like the amount of products that people like, I see these like 10 step skincare routines and I used to really yeah. buy into it. And now I'm like, you know what? Yeah. Put some fucking retinol on your face and wear sunscreen, yeah. some vitamin C. And like, exactly. that's stop fucking with your yeah. face. All, all yeah. of it is marketing. I won't yeah. buy like the bullshit skincare. There's no way that putting on like 10 million products it's at not. the and same the thing, time is good. Really There's no way. It's like sleep, exercise, all of that, whatever. But after- Eat healthy. You know what's going to help you? Botox and fillers. That's going to make you look uh, like yeah. the products you want to look like. And, like, for the people I know who do look really young and haven't had work done, one, a good jeans. And, like, the other person I can think of is the person who I get my colonics from. <laughs> and, <laughs> and she eats so healthy. Like, I think she literally mostly has, like, liquids of, like, raw vegetables and raw fruit and, like, doesn't eat me is vegan like, like does okay. yoga instructor and that's that is like that is that is so disciplined and I have a feeling that most of our listeners including myself like most people aren't that disciplined or that like oh and you know what though she the price of discipline is that is that you're gonna be disciplined you're gonna whatever and you're gonna have great fucking skin I've heard yeah. like JLo has such nice skin is like doesn't drink alcohol she doesn't, doesn't drink have blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, that's great. Then you, that is the price you're going to pay. Yeah. So you're gonna have this amazing thing, whatever. Um, I'm very pro plastic surgery. And I think Samantha Jones in this episode, I like that she did it and felt like, okay with it. Um, I think it's okay for women to tinker with their appearance. I haven't gotten any yet, but yeah, I've done men and women, men and women, hundred yeah. percent, um, you know? Uh, yeah. So I'm, I, I don't like when people shit on, I think this, the whole body positive you know, movement, which is great. Sometimes it yeah. kind of shits. Well, I think it, I think it think, sometimes looks really bad. I don't know. You can always lift a little here. Yeah. Take care of these lines here. Yeah. In five years, we can uh, augment the breasts and pick them up a little. In 10 years, uh, tummy tuck. Uh-huh. Oh, lipo. Yeah. Yeah. The hip and the uh, thigh area. Samantha felt like she had walked into a funhouse, only it wasn't particularly funny. Well, that's the thing. I was going to say, then there's really bad plastic surgery, and then there's... Well, this is where my negative feelings come in. Is like I watched The Bachelor or Bachelorette, like the whole Bachelor Nation stuff, and you literally see these, first of all, these children from, like, the Bible Belt who are like, I'm 21, and I'm going to just, like 
look for my husband. It's really strange. They have really, really young people. I think most of them are trying to be influencers, to be honest, but mm. a lot of them have work. Like a yeah, lot of them have, have work. And they literally Fillers. have the same face. It's like yes. same lips, high cheeks, high rump. Yes. And it's really intense. If, Tons of filler. If you see these people in person, it's frightening yeah. to see their faces. Talk about the, we're back to freak show. I find it very freakish when I see somebody's face that's overly done. Um, yeah. So maybe I like in big lit, like one of the people now on The Bachelor, she's 21. Uh, has no business being on the show, but she like clearly has had like stuff in her lips. And I'm just like, guys, like, I don't know, like, wait till you're older when you actually like might have to worry about that a little bit more. Like, enjoy life right now. I know. Enjoy those yeah. those thin little lips of yours. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, come on. Cares. Um, yeah. So I don't know. That was just like a random thought that I had. And I like with the scene when um Samantha pulls up her skirt and she's wearing the Spanx. And then Charlotte's yes. like, let's put your skirt down. Um, <laughs> it's like a garter belt or like a garter belt. Right. So, yeah. What do you want? What else do you want to go into in this episode? Okay. Well, I wanted to tell you what my. I know. I want to tell you what my Miranda sarcasm is. It feels good to be sarcastic. Tell me. Okay. So, basically, uh, you know, they're over at Carrie's house and they're catching up with each other and they're, you know, Charlotte is saying, and this is where I already noted, uh, that Charlotte says, I really could see a future together with Mr. Pussy Guy. So that's my Charlotte tracker of her thinking she's found the one. I think this might be it. I think this might be the one. This would be number four, everyone. On the podcast itself, uh -huh. we've named two, but I did find a third that we didn't say. So it is four. Four! Four people who should it's be, only be the one. like what twelve episodes? Yeah, episodes. literally. Yeah, yeah. Um, and only twelve episodes. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> anyway, uh, Samantha. So this is where my Z Samantha Zinger comes in. I'm a trisexual. I'll try anything once. Ooh. Samantha goes, whoa, 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 whoa. You don't fall in love with Mister Pussy. You enjoy him and then set him free. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that is the zinger of the episode. It was so good. <laughs> Which whoa, whoa, brings whoa. me back to Orcas. Yeah. <laughs> just like, can we just You're let so Tilly come free? Like, let him free. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that's amazing. Yeah. I, think about, I had a bunch of people who messaged me laughing at that. The, the orca thing and just like the vision of those interns giving that orca the best <laughs> life and it's just <laughs> when i i texted sarah up like after we recorded it on the podcast i texted sarah a picture of like tillicum like on his back with his stuff <laughs> with his, his like, belly. belly and i like sent the lyrics to like what what was it juicy like notorious bhg like this is dedicated to all the people who told me i couldn't mount nothing <laughs> he's just on his back getting a hand job a human hand job um he makes me so happy i think we have a real chance at a future together you and mr pussy his name is mitchell hang on honey you don't fall in love with Mr. Pussy. You enjoy him and then set him free. To Samantha, Charlotte had committed the ultimate sin. She was bogarting Mr. Pussy. He's a freak. Okay, so okay. what, what, 
to the zinger. So then that leads to my Miranda sarcasm, which is Miranda says, Charlotte's not having a relationship. She's having multiple orgasms. That is it. That's a well-put one. I like that one. Miranda comes with those, like, very quick ones. Yeah, I, um... I love how Charlotte is trying at the dinner table with her date, Mr. Pussy, to, like, make it work or at least, like, talk about stuff. Because literally, like, just to backtrack, like, you know, he's supposed to be the freak because he likes going down on women. But I think it's a little bit weirder than that. They haven't even had sex if they alluded to to them not even having sex. They haven't had sex. They haven't gone out on like a date or dinner. No. Like he just every night goes down on her and she's loving it. I mean, who yeah. wouldn't? But, you know, she's and, like, well, trying to she's trying to prove the girls wrong. And so yeah. she goes out on a date with him. He can't hold a conversation. Yeah. And, and Carrie's like, well, it's not like you guys have gone and seen a play together or. <laughs> and then Smith is like, or even had sex. <laughs> <laughs> See a play. Then you start to imagine the relationship is something it's not. Charlotte's not having a relationship. She's having multiple orgasms. And then, you know, it cuts to this scene with him, like, oh eating my God, it's terrible. so disturbingly. Like, it's that was... so gross. It, it was bad. It's not I sexual. Really it's gross. I didn't like seeing it. Oh, and also, it that just... All it was senses. offensive. It was gross. I mean, they really just, like, magnified that whole scene. Um, and I was going to say, like, um, for our listeners, like, has, has anyone heard of the Instagram, the sexual vegetable? <laughs> and it's just fruits and vegetables that look like straight up genitalia. And it is, um, it is like uncanny. Um, highly recommend when you said fig, I, I thought of that. Um, anyway, so quote unquote, Charlotte, had stayed too long at the fair. So, um, yeah, you know, and she, she met her freak and yep. that was it. And then she God, left the circus. Oh, so then Carrie ends up, you know, you know, you guys have hopefully watched the episode. She meets this guy and things are going really well. They have sex. She's kind of holding off and then she gives in, they have sex. She wakes up the next morning and she, it's like crazy town yeah you know goes on like her brain flips switches and he leaves the apartment to go play soccer and she stays and he starts going through all of his shit smoking smoking a cigarette cigarette. it was this is one of those like secondhand embarrassment moments with Carrie where she's doing something and it's just horrifying to watch yeah Um, yeah yeah Yeah. I know Mm. yeah so she starts rifling through all of his stuff and then she comes to a closet. And meanwhile, she's, like, making a mess of his apartment. I was like, holy shit. That was and, so rude. Yeah, so rude. And so then she opens this closet. And she sees this, like, you know, mahogany box. And she's trying to get into it because there's, like, a little lock on it. And then he comes back and he with his, like, hoodie on. And he's like, what are you doing? And he's like, I came back from soccer because I wanted to like spend more time with you and like basically Carrie like fessed up and she was like I don't know what I'm doing (laughs) like yeah and what turned out to be in the box was just like boy scout patches that he like some nostalgic type of stuff um what the hell are you doing 
I don't know. I can't explain it. I... I guess I was... looking for something. Something? Something... freaky. Yeah, so Carrie's kind of left with on the episode. You know, Big isn't mentioned in this episode. We know from the previous one that she's kind of reeling after seeing him. Um, I don't know. This was a, definitely a weird episode for Carrie. There is one scene with the guy that, you know, is this normal guy that she thinks ends up, you know, that she's, well, the guy she's dating. And he, she asks him, you know, is there anything I need to know about? And he's like, yeah, there is. And he like pulls down his shirt and he has this like really disgusting, oh ugly Tweety Bird tattoo. Yep. Like a bright yep. yellow tattoo that he got at a bachelor yep. party. Yep. And then when he asks her if like what's up with her, she shows him like her knee and was like, got into a fight with a third grade bully. I was like, the, you clearly have no self-awareness if you think that is the most <laughs> fucking, like, terrifying thing about you is a scar in your knee. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Seriously. I really, like, like <laughs> that whole scene was so ridiculous. He has it's this, cringe. like, tattoo. Yeah. It's cringe. It's just cringe. There's a lot of cringe moments in this episode. Yeah. Um, I hated that tattoo. I have a bad tattoo, and so I feel like I could You do? I, the, one, the one on the inside of my arm. I, I think before you get a tattoo – there should be a questionnaire that's like. But Sarah, you, you got that like four you years suffer ago. Suffer from seasonal depression. If you do, then come back in the summer. I thought when you loved better. it though. I don't no. know. No, no, I like the one in the back of my arm, not on the inside. I would not have gotten this big quote again. What the hell? No. I thought you loved it. I, I don't know. I, I think it's did. A cool quote. That, I think at that time in my life, I I wanted to be that person who had that. Yeah. I like I liked the message. Yeah. If I could go back. Yeah. No. I wouldn't get it. Interesting. Yeah, I, I don't Interesting. know. Seeing a bad tattoo like Listen on that up, guy folks. was. Um, Listen up. I don't like to use the word triggered, but um, yeah. If anyone has a tattoo they regret or dated a person with a weird tattoo, um, I'm very curious to know. Um. So yeah. So that was the episode. We ended. Carrie, you know, fucking looking lost. Miranda with no plot. Sam, whatever. I mean, this was a. What are you rating this, Manila Blahniks? I am going to wait quick fashion any notable fashion oh my god she's fashion roadkill um I liked Carrie's I have any. hair up at one point I thought it looked really cute she had this like she had this like crazy curls and it was up halfway up and that was literally the only thing that stood out to me yeah I think so um okay so Manolo Blahnik rating I had a religious experience at Manolo Blahnik. <laughs> I, ugh, I'm going to give it a two and a half again. I have it written down. Just so everyone knows, I did not copy Gillies. I gave it a 2.5 as well. Circled it's it solid two and a half. Um, next week, it's we have- It's just a random episode. It's just random. It's random. It's arbitrary at this I mean, point. the fact that it started off at Ellis Island should have peed <laughs> us in. This is 2.5 and it's, you know, whatever. <laughs> so next week, we have season two, episode four. They shoot single people, don't they? And I actually do not remember what this episode's about Neither at all. do I. But so I do remember that I like this title. I know it's good. Um, so yeah, so we are the Mirandas. Thank you for joining. If you have any crazy, freakish, bad date stories, please write in because we will share them on the pod if you are willing. Um, 
If you are I so love, inclined. I, I love funny, funny date stories, like bad date oh, stories. God, I love them. I mean, yours I made me almost in my pants. So thank you for that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. All right. I'm Sarah. This is Gilly. I'm Gilly. Bye, freaks. Bye, freak-a-leaks.